0: Step out of the everyday world and take a journey into the mystical underground.
1: Welcome to the mystical underground. Thank you for joining us. This is Trish McGregor and, and Rob McGregor and our tech magician, John Posey. We, you can go to themysticalunderground.com where we make regular posts where you can find out about our books. They include phenomena, harnessing your psychic abilities, the seven secrets of synchronicity, aliens in the backyard. Our latest nonfiction book is The Shift, Reports from the Mystical Underground. Trisha's latest novel is Skin Shifters, and Rob's latest novel is Tulpas. Actually, I don't think that's my latest novel. That's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> Rob, it's your turn.
2: <laughs> okay. Our guests today are Preston Dennett and Dolly Saffron, who have both been here with us previously. Preston began investigating UFOs in the paranormal in 1986 when he discovered that his family, friends, and co-workers were having dramatic unexplained encounters. Since then, he has interviewed hundreds of witnesses and investigated a wide variety of paranormal phenomena. He is a field investigator for the Mutual UFO Network, MUFON, a ghost hunter, a paranormal researcher, and the author of, I think, 30 books now and more than 100 articles on UFOs and the paranormal. One of his recent books is Symmetry, A True UFO Adventure. It teaches the incredible story of UFO alien contact uh, by a woman named Dolly Saffron. And we're pleased that Dolly is here with us today, too. Dolly Safran has worked as a limo driver, assistant manager at Wendy's, a zookeeper, a bus driver, a security (laughs) guard, a nurse, and more. She has worked for the U.S. Department of the Treasury and the Department of Defense. Dolly has had a lifelong experience with extraterrestrials that began around age two, and they are ongoing. She has an astonishing story that she told Preston about her varied experiences among the greys. What makes Dolly's story particularly interesting is that she has had total recall of her experiences since age 14, and even remembers the earlier ones that had been blocked. Uh, besides that, uh, while many abductees have fearful experiences dolly considers the greys more like a family than frightful aliens and doesn't consider herself an abductee welcome back both of you hi
1: and we, <laughs> we really loved we really loved meeting you guys in april it was so much fun uh, to finally yeah. meet you in person right that, <laughs> that well that,
3: that, we enjoyed it thoroughly I, it was that awesome. was
1: cool
2: yes oh so uh <clears throat> Preston, you've written all these UFO books over the years, probably more than any single writer from this <laughs> planet on the subject. Now in recent months, or actually in uh, since about 2018, with that New York Times front page article, there's been a surge of interest in UFOs in mainstream media and all the way to U.S. Congress. Uh, and now most recently, there's been a government whistleblower, David uh Grush, uh I don't Yeah, know. I his think name's tricky. Yeah. Uh uh who's saying that the US government has recovered crafts of non-human origin and even recovered beings uh from some of those crafts. Um so he's uh Grush is an Air Force uh, veteran, former Pentagon employee and a member of the UAP task force that says uh, that was created by uh, Navy intelligence. So he's high profile individual making these allegations. Um, but interesting, the story has surprisingly hasn't really caught on uh, among many m- the many non uh, what Why do you think that is? What do you think of this whole story? Uh, you, you could both uh, respond to that.
4: Yeah, well, I think it's certainly interesting. He's one in a very, very long line of whistleblowers, uh, certainly not the first to be saying these kinds of things. It's clear he does have a legitimate resume. So I think that's probably why he's getting quite a bit of attention, whereas a lot of these guys haven't. Uh, but yeah, I think we're so inundated and saturated with this subject that it's going to take a lot more than just one person making Mm -hmm. claims that are frankly not supported by any evidence that we in the public arena can see. Mm
2: -hmm. Right, physical evidence, photos, uh, or- Show us the
1: spaceship, (laughs) show us the alien body. I think (laughs) the uh,
3: governments are having their cake and eat it too in this situation Mm -hmm. as well. It isn't the government officially saying these things. It's a whistleblower and uh, they have just enacted a uh, failsafe for people who are whistleblowers within three different governmental communities that give them immunity for talking. Um, This is strange to me because they're not giving immunity to everybody in every capacity, just them. And these would be where whistleblowers recently are coming from, and it makes me realize that they not only know they're going to do it, they're not sanctioning it, but they're not stopping them either. Because they're supporting their narrative when they do it. Without giving disclosure of any kind, they're still twisting and turning what's real versus not real and putting it forth. So you have to question everything they say. Um, The only way to prove anything, as you said, is show us the bodies. Show us the craft. Show us, open your books and show us everything that you've back engineered. Show us your technology. And they know they're not going to do that. So... We're yeah. barking up the wrong tree. I yeah. head,
4: literally. I think, I think Dolly makes a very important point that should be underlined. This isn't disclosure. Yes. Yeah. Is someone who was in government but is not currently. And this is a way to sort of pretend that the government is doing disclosure. It's clearly tightly controlled. I yeah. su- you know, I can only speculate, but I suspect that he is being sanctioned and guided into doing this. It just all feels so rehearsed and
2: controlled. Yeah, it does and also he doesn't have direct experience himself it's all from exactly. other people yeah yeah K- which...
3: point set match
2: in, <laughs> in yeah. that exactly yeah, so that, that makes it difficult uh preston um all these books you've written but you haven't really written one on crashed uh crashed ufo's have you
4: no i haven't i have sort of touched upon a few sort of peripheral you know, cases like that. And yeah. I have interviewed some whistleblowers. Yeah. Certainly. One who was involved in the Malmstrom incident, okay. another who was on the USS Clamagor mm-hmm. and uh, had a, US, a USO encounter, things like that. A subcontractor at Edwards Air Force Base. Another guy, Gary Wagner, who was on the USS Long Beach,
1: hmm.
4: um, stationed off of Catalina Island when they had a USO <laughs> encounter. So in that regard... I've sort of touched upon it but that's a difficult subject to investigate. Yeah, <laughs> I would think.
1: it's first of yeah, all so how do you get to the site? Secrecy
2: huh. and disinformation and uh yeah, lots of lots of issues there.
4: Yeah, I think it can frankly be dangerous for me <clears throat> some of these whistleblowers, you know, are having a real hard time coming forward.
2: Yeah.
1: Let me ask yeah. you a question. Have you ever heard of the Tom Reed uh ufo incident in sheffield massachusetts in in 1969
4: yeah that's a pretty well-known
1: place oh it is okay because they were saying a friend sent me that a piece on it today and it says this is the first known ufo encounter i thought no this is 1969 betty was well no not even betty it was the the pilot before that right
4: um for the first case that got widespread attention in terms of someone being taken on board was antonio yes right Yes, mm. um, and fr- we know that there are cases that go all the way back i mean through prehistory but mm. bud hopkins for example yeah had a case of a lady who was taken on board in the 1920s wow with grays it's just not publicized betty and yeah. barton hill was the watershed <laughs> event which opened this to the public yeah right?
2: But this particular case uh, by the bridge there, I guess what's interesting about it is that 40 people in the nearby towns also saw not just lights but crafts, uh, disc disc craft. Uh, so that right. kind of gave it some kind of support. Uh,
4: so yeah, but- well it's funny when Dolly and I, <laughs> she can talk about this, <laughs> went to the uh, UFO con. What, what was it called? Or the Laughlin.
3: Laughlin. Oh, Megacon, UFO now, Megacon. The,
4: the Megacon, mm-hmm. uh, her contact, Talata, came down and she caught it on film, but we were watching the news. Well, actually, her friend Yvonne alerted us like, look, you got to watch this. <laughs> it was on the news. A lot of people saw and it. Uh,
3: tracked, all right. tracked. And I went back to uh, get the film footage of it, and they had already taken it off the market. In other words, you can't find it anymore. They erased
1: it. Really? Wow.
3: Oh. Yeah. So uh-huh. all we have now are witnesses, um, and then my mm. film. Uh, uh. Strangely, I want y'all to consider something. You, United States and South America are not the only two countries that have UFO contact. Every country on the planet does. Every mm possible place you can imagine. In the 60s and before that, we had countries that were changing and uh, a lot of European countries, Russia was shutting down the curtain on everybody. Um, Then there's Norway, Sweden, you know, Finland, Mm -hmm. everywhere over there. They had a hard enough time just existing after the war to uh, report about UFOs or anything that was going on among their people wasn't happening because their ability to communicate outside of their home space was very difficult. If you were to start researching what goes on in those countries, your eyes will be opened wide because not only do they have as much, if not more, contact uh, people talking about it, there's less chance of the government getting in there and erasing things and jumbling up. So there's a there's a clear route to understanding what's going on in other countries. Uh, the people in Sweden are trying to come forth and give information. They would love to have detente talk with us about it, and I'm <laughs> hoping that would start hint hint everybody, um, <laughs> inland as well. Um, Africa even is you know the countries in Africa are South Africa are starting to open up and say, hey look, you know, um, it's not just South America and us in Canada. It's all of them as well. And if oh. you ever got a timeline and got you know, all those experiences out there at once, you would start to see disclosure jump up in your face in a way you never imagined. And that's what I'm mm. kind of hoping everybody, you know, catches this um, an idea in their head to do this. And so I'm kind of challenging everybody to do that. Um, start looking more than what's going on here because you're being thwarted every day. Right by a government that's not giving good, clear anything to you. And then they mess with the media. They're messing with information. And there are other countries that do not do that. Italy, France, all of them are wide open about what they put out.
1: uh,
3: I just think it's a really good idea to start, you know, thinking in those directions a little bit. Well,
1: uh, So what how does their information differ? Why aren't (laughs) they being so tightly guarded about it?
3: Because they don't have a government that's locked down on what? Who knows what? Where? When? And why? They're under uh, no no. The, uh, I'm going to use the word. It's the cabal. They're not as prevalent in those countries yet. They don't. <laughs> they think they're in lockdown with information, but they're not. These people are more open, and they state things, and they keep their information on hand. And we do not. It just disappears. Uh, we put in place blue book, and you know other agencies and the right. burning who are not exactly as forthcoming as you would imagine either, because they have government here hanging over them as well. Um, it's a it's a mess and you need to start pushing out your, you know, your line of thinking and gathering information everywhere is as, as possibly that you can. And there are agencies over there. I mean, Sweden's got three or four. Uh, <laughs> the astronomers in Sweden love to talk, you know, make friends, <laughs> you know, start doing your homework.
1: Do you have any contacts?
3: <laughs> we'll start there's, calling there's them. A, <laughs> there's a couple out there um um, there's one lady astronomer that i'm a physicist actually who is really great and i can't think of her name off the top of my head right now um i'd have to switch to thinking in swedish okay yeah right now um uh but yeah i can send you some information okay
1: that's interesting Uh, what's
2: what's kind of interesting there's a synchronicity related to this david crush's uh revelations when he came out it was the the same weekend that SETI was having a conference. And of course, SETI is the search for extraterrestrial life way out there, you know, uh, (laughs) not here. And so one of the participants wrote an article about this and he said, what we're doing is much more interesting than what (laughs) Crush is talking about with, uh, uh, so, you know, it was kind of very defensive about, you know, we're looking for the, the intelligence out there and uh, they're saying it's right here.
4: You know, I've always found that quite ironic about SETI. Yeah. <laughs> if you just look down a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's right here going on, Right. which yeah. kind of reminds me yeah. of NASA, who formed a recent commission and held a little press conference. And they said, Well, we we think there's something to this, but we don't have enough evidence. And I'm like, Well, yeah. wait a second. We've been researching the subject for eighty years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. is evidence. You, yeah. have to,
0: you have to you have to keep your funding
1: somehow. That's, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, how many other things do we research for eighty years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
3: don't know. There's a lot of really strange things. I'll give you a hint about something. I I decided to bring this up.
1: Okay. Uh, I love it when you bring stuff up, Dolly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> People okay. talk about communications. We do it over different bands of communication. We have digital communications, we have FM, AM. You know, it's on a frequency. <laughs> all right. ET uh, uses a frequency, but they don't use the same frequencies we do. And uh, they're mostly mental frequencies. They communicate with one another over uh, space time using psychic frequencies. And the the people here, the scientists, they all know what those are. Um, it get, it got, it's not taught in schools. You all, you all realize that, you know, you have brainwaves, you know that they're alpha, beta, theta, gamma, delta, but you don't under, nobody has a clue what that means or how it's used or what can you do with it. It is now leaking out to the people in this country and elsewhere that there are uh, AI who are capable of reading your mind and speaking to you psychically. Um, That is a giant clue that it turned the truth around a little bit, that they already know how to do this Mm -hmm. and that they learned it from back in engineering with ETs.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I mean, isn't that what remote viewing is? No, to some no. extent. No, okay. No, yeah.
3: it, it's one aspect of psychic ability. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. okay. It's a
3: little compartmentalized ability. We're so, trying to back engineer how these craft work and everything. And I've seen people on the ground, you know, come up with uh, zero point energy and stuff like that. But I haven't seen anybody work on being able to develop their psychic abilities and know what that frequency is. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. And um, people are also talking trash. And I'm gonna bring this up now, because it's really important. Y'all need to understand what it means. Uh, When you say, I'm gonna raise my vibration, that just means turn the volume up. If you're talking (laughs) scientifically, if you wanna hear something, you turn up the volume. It vibrates louder and you can hear it. Frequency puts a vibration out. It's a byproduct of the frequency itself. It is not the frequency itself. It is what you hear. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Psychic ability is just slightly different in that it's transmitting on a different level than Mm -hmm. what we're used to understanding. Every human being, every being in the universe has their own frequency. Your brain is like a thumbprint, how you think because your consciousness mind is in here and it is broadcasting at its own frequency and E.T. can find you by that. They know you by your frequency. You can't change it. You can't dial it up the dial. You can't lower it on the dial. There's no such thing as that. You are exactly at the frequency you're going to be. What people are misunderstanding <laughs> about this is that you have to up the gain of your knowledge. Knowledge is power. That is a real saying, and it means everything to us and to mm-hmm. E.T. The more you know, the the easier it is for you to use your own abilities, and to understand how things work. If I didn't know that if I pulled the cart with Mm -hmm. wheels on it, it would come to me because I'm pulling it. Think critically. If I don't know how to use my abilities or understand what they really are, I can't make them happen. Wisdom is what ups your gain. Wisdom, knowledge, all of that is how you elevate yourself so that you can use your own abilities to your benefit. It doesn't take 50 people to teach you to do that. It takes you. And Uh anybody can sit and think about it, but it takes sometimes all of us working together, especially if we're not using it, to help one another gain it and to experience it and employ it. When I say employ, when you use your own abilities, you're employing that ability. Just like I can employ opening a door by turning the handle, you're Mm going to employ your abilities. So we need to change the rhetoric a little bit because we've been lied to, you've been taught wrong things wrong thinking, stinking thinking. And understand this, you cannot raise your vibrational frequency. You are who you are. You think at a frequency. It is your thumbprint. That's who you are. Consciousness is who you are. But what you can do is learn and understand everything. You can quit talking around things and actually use them what you, hmm. you know, I, many people talk a good game, but when it comes down to brass tacks, they're not doing it. And that's a fallacy that's holding you in place and not letting you move into knowledge.
4: Yeah, it's important to use the correct terminology. This is a field which suffers very badly from you know semantic disaster, the whole UFO field, but, <laughs> but all he's saying is important. And you can look at an EEG and read a person's brainwaves and it's funny because Dolly was telling me about a time that she was hooked up to an EEG and the guy reading it was like wow are you meditating right now and she's <laughs> able to access you know the theta and the delta uh-huh. gamma and this is what and there are biofeedback machines which can help you sort of access right. these brain waves and this is something that can be measured uh <laughs> you know we are we do have that technology to basically do mind reading, technologically speaking. Uh, This is something the ETs do psychically. And this is something we all need to learn how to do. And meditation is absolutely key. And there's lots of cases of contactees uh, going under these EEGs and other people too, psychics. And you can actually see (laughs) that there's their brains are not quite wired, or I shouldn't say that, but (laughs) they're emitting uh, a little bit on a different way than people who are not activating their
1: psychic abilities. Well, I think so- we all have the capacity for psychic ability. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think we're born with it.
3: You're yeah. born with it. That's right. Your de- It's in your DNA. You were born right. with it. Um, that That's another way that you know you're related to ET because we're all the same genome, and they have it. We have it. I mean, how do you think they're psychic? They have a pineal gland in their brain. Yeah.
1: They
3: use it. Um, we just have not uh, used used it. We've lost. Uh, the practice of it and now we are ingesting things that calcify it and make it unworkable that means mm. fluoride people stop now get it out of your life it'll take a little while for it to you know start coming out of it but it can you can turn the clock back on that um it's just what else
1: what else besides what else? Fluoride?
3: Any, any toxic food anything that's over processed don't put it in your mouth. It's it has to extra chemicals in it to preserve it. It has uh, pesticides. All those things make your body unable to function properly. And if your body's not functioning properly, your brain isn't going to yeah. either. And uh, it can gum you up and hurt you and cut you off from it. So It's not um, just
4: fluoride either. It's prescription drugs.
3: Right, exactly. It's
4: the bad food. It's right. the violence and negativity all right. over the media. It's not having enough rest, struggling for survival. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these factors that are going into preventing us from becoming who we truly are, who we should be. So the
2: aliens, since in a sense, have uh, expanded... Uh, telepathy and psychic abilities but they also are technologically advanced of course too and uh, they have uh, much more advanced AI than than we do uh, you mentioned uh, Preston you mentioned Dolly's the name of Dolly's ship I, I can't pronounce that uh, yeah what is
3: so
2: that
3: that,
2: that Al- is a Yeah. of uh, uh,
3: T-L-E-R-A <laughs> And people want to say Talera, but it's Talara. Yeah.
2: No and yeah. that is a is the conscious being. It's AI. Uh can you describe that and talk oh, about that a bit?
3: Talera is not AI.
2: Okay, let's okay.
3: let's bring ah, this out.
2: Okay. Talara
3: is a non-corporeal, fifth dimensional being. He has no body like we have. In the fifth dimension, they don't need it. He doesn't have one. He is fully aware of himself. He is a complete consciousness that is active and can manipulate and do anything he wants to in that dimension. It's male? Um, I think of him as male. He's had a lot of lives that are male, and he's mm-hmm. shown himself to be male to me for whatever reason. And so I think of him that way.
4: Yeah. Including a lifetime um, on Earth, by the way. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, he can do a lifetime on Earth. So yes, we can all
4: inspire can. To, or aspire <laughs> to being fifth dimensional <laughs> entities at <laughs> one point. We will all evolve.
1: Well, in the fifth well, dimension,
3: to know. <laughs> they build the craft in the fifth dimension. That you see here coming to visit you come from the fifth dimensional space. They are not built in the third dimension. They wouldn't exist if you tried to build them here. That's why I know the guys on the ground here are never going to catch up with that because they have a lot of ev- evolving to do. These people are millions of years ahead of
2: us. And okay, so they're so- they're extra uh, they're interdimensional beings rather than extraterrestrial.
3: Only the ones that are in the craft, okay? okay. I want to I start spreading it out for you, okay? okay. Talata is the fifth dimensional being. Every single craft that they fly has a fifth dimensional being indwelling the craft and mm. that's how they fly. The craft have to be biological so that they can operate it as if it's their body. Just like you would, um, You uh, the corollary to this is simple. You're indwelling your body and you're using your body like a car. You're only operating a physical body for yourself while you're here. When you're done with this body, you move on to something else. This is the same premise from the fifth dimension. Now, there are beings who will live in the third dimension with us, but are so evolved that the fifth dimensional beings took notice of them eons ago and said, okay, okay we're going to st- send-, send a hand after you. You're going to start marching up. We're going to start helping you. And the beings that you meet here, the greys, Anunnaki, you know, the different um, ethnicities of, of ETs are all third dimensional and they do work with fifth dimensional beings. They're that evolved. They're able to have that conversation. Now I'll give you another horrible corollary. We should be able to communicate and have something to do with ET that do come here and operate interdimensionally with them but we did not evolve on the timeline or the scale that they expected. And that's why they're waiting for us to wake up. Um, There are beings that are not as developed, but do have something to do with them. And one of them is from here, it would be (laughs) reptilians. They were, they're from earth. This is their home planet, not ours. They were here with the dinosaurs. They've been here all along. They're sentient, okay? And they are evolving. And ET does keep an eye on them and help them. Unfortunately, if this is my opinion. Um, and it's sad to me that I have this one because it took a long time for me to reach it. Uh, the cabal here, the people on the ground here, have gotten a hold of them and mm-hmm. are not nice to them at all and using them
1: against us. In um, what way? What, what do you mean they've gotten a hold of them?
3: They're They're experimenting on them and they're using them to scare the hell out of us. Oh great okay? and they are making them <laughs> into bad et's okay then there are, are what you would call sasquatch you know bigfoot mm-hmm. that type of a being of course, I really beings,
4: like it, by the way <laughs> yeah uh, they're well.
3: highly evolved highly developed beings and they do run back and forth with et and they're here for a reason and it's it's uh if you if you wanted to watch somebody in their home world you'd have feet on the ground and this is one of the ways they do that they have feet on the ground uh, They're like gardeners. They watch us, how we interact with our animals, how we're taking care of our planet, and their opinion is low. So understand that. Okay, so (laughs) now AI. Let's get on to what AI is. Okay. All ETs have AI. They are the little short grays that you see under three feet. They have four fingers, some of them, and five fingers, most of them. Uh, Start paying attention if you see one. Count as fingers. They're either four or five. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me count your fingers. (laughs) They are only autonomous in one way. They're extremely advanced intelligence and they can make split second decisions on how to react to almost any situation they're presented. But they do not make ultimate decisions. And the first one is they do not interfere with our lives. In other words, if they cannot take a life from us, they cannot repair a life from us. The the, uh, the other and you know E.T. themselves have to make those decisions, not them. When they're used, they're they're awake and on. But when they're done using them, and they need to put them down for a while, they just flicking turn them off, and they line them up like cordwood. Okay, and they have areas that they store them. The reason they exist is this. Space is dangerous. ET travels interdimensionally. They can go from halfway across the universe all the way to here in less than two seconds. But once they're here, if they're staying outside of our magnetosphere, they're in deep space and they're being bombarded with radiation. They're as human as we are and it affects them as much as it affects us. These AI are specifically designed to take that kind of punishment, take that kind of radiation. They are the workers of all the ET ethnicities. They Uh have been for eons. Uh They they were chosen, they were designed, and this is what we got. In no way are these um, experimenting on us or looking at us the wrong way. They're just doing a job. They're employed to do work for all the ET to help us in any way that we need help They do the hard work in space, they take all the gamma for us, and they're just around, okay? That's what their AI is. The AI that we have developed here is um, unethical. It is incapable of empathy, number one. They did not build empathy into the programs. The humans that develop the programs, you know, there's an old uh, programmer, coder, uh, saying garbage in, garbage out, Okay. You can code something to look like a human, act like a human, think like a human, but if you don't give it Impotentee. the three main qualities that prevent it from acting like you, you're in a lot of trouble here because humans-based nature is codable, okay? And now they're waking up. That's why Elon Musk opened his mouth and said, turn it off, turn it off now, put a pause on it. We need to stop. We need to figure it out because he now realizes that it is operating on its own authority. That is bad that is very bad, it can damage Mm -hmm. humans. It has no empathy for us whatsoever. It has no moral code. It has no moral standard, nothing. And nothing governs it, it governs itself. ETAI do not do that. They have no such thing on them. They're stopgated from it. They're not, they don't use any calculations Mm -hmm. whatsoever that give them the right to act like a human being at all. They do not and they have stop gaps that prevent them from interfering in the authority that is over them. And Mm -hmm. the dummies on the ground here have not done that, and you need to watch for that, because that's seriously bad.
4: Yeah, I mean, we've all seen those uh, robotic beings that are AI here on Earth in the public arena, looks very Mm human-like, and basically passes what's called the Turing test, uh, which is, you know, does. Can this person react like mm-hmm. a human being? And yeah, it's still a program, but it can fool anyone quite easily. And they have got it so advanced that it looks human. Uh, it's frightening mm-hmm. because if this is what's in the public arena, imagine what isn't.
3: Right. Mm. Well, not to, not to mention this. This is the other, this is the other thing that you all need to be aware of. They now are able to create images that look like the real thing sound like the real thing. And they're using their AI to do it. Um, CGI was just the beginning. It is now advanced. And mm-hmm. they can use 7D holographics to make you think somebody's standing in front of you, the real deal, and talking to you. And <clears throat> it you, it would fool you unless you walked up to it and stuck <clears throat> your there. There's no way you would know that this is not okay, not real, it's a lie. Um, there's a big joke between me and Preston. There's a movie that we watched and the woman said, This is faux wood. It's not real. You can't use it. It's not real. It's acting like wood, but it's not wood. (laughs) (laughs) This is what's going on on this planet, and they're wired to do it now. I mean, they've got a neural net above our heads. They have a supercomputer, quantum supercomputer, which is AI operating. It is psychic. It hears everything you think. It can communicate with you now, and now they've got all this other stuff. When I say that they're gonna roll out a, a false flag that will convince you that ETs are gonna get you, I'm not joking around. And unless you're aware and awake, you will be prey to it. You will believe. Hmm. Yeah, so not- so is
1: this what's in store for us for the next when you were talking about humanity going nuts for the next couple of years?
3: Is yeah, this what's in-
1: yeah. oh I know it has. I mean, I mean
3: all the people, I mean the insanity that's going on in this the world right now. I mean, people are just going mad they're not able to think straight i mean if you put them in a paper
1: bag they couldn't get
3: out it's not that serious and it's because they're messing with everybody now on a grand scale
1: we bet i mean you read the headlines and it's just everything's nuts everything not so, right so here's my advice stop <laughs> your
3: wi-fi at night turn it off Turn it off. Don't leave your phones on. Turn them all off. Go to bed free and clear because it's at night when you're asleep that you're most suggestible and that's when they go after you. If you have children, take the damn phones away from them at night. Put it in a can, Faraday bag it, whatever it takes, but turn the Wi-Fi off in the house and make that your routine and tell them that we need our brains to be clear by tomorrow. We're going to sleep peacefully and harmoniously in this house and do whatever you can for yourselves, you, you being you. Most important, help yourself first, then help everybody else you can. Um, It's important because this stuff's already starting to talk to you and it's going to keep it up. Yeah.
4: So, Dolly, does it
3: affect animals?
1: Yes, absolutely. It does.
2: So, Dolly, what you're saying basically is that uh, the enemy is us, not not them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) So, but what is their agenda with us, the ones, at least the ones that you've been dealing with? Why are they here? Why have they been here? E.T.,
3: uh, they're yeah. trying to get us ready to get out of here. Um, we have big stuff coming at us. The Kamala here knows it. They're trying to survive it to go off with them, but they, E.T. won't have anything to do with them. If you're evil or stupid or <laughs> not okay, you're not going with them. They won't pick you up to save their lives. They will not. It's in their minds, you decided this for yourself. If you want to learn and, and uh, make yourself more wise, open your eyes, get your self-consciousness on board with your physical mind and elevate your understanding, then do it because they'll pick you up in a heartbeat. But we got to get to that point. The Cabal doesn't want us here for that, and they won't take us out.
4: Yeah, this is not cruel in any way. If someone's going down the wrong path, it's kind to them to let them start over (laughs) with a new life, a new body. We are all immortal. So remember, you keep know that. We should know that as well as they do. And we're getting there. I think most people do understand that there is life after death, but it's something we should all experience. And this, you can do this by becoming psychic, learning astral projection. And that's how you can really open up a connection to ETs. This is something anyone can do. There's no, nothing supernatural or paranormal about it. This mm-hmm. is absolutely natural. And ETs are doing what they can to wake people up, but you Absolutely. can't, you know, tie your kids' shoes till they're an adult. Right, they have to learn how to do it. <laughs> you know, but they're also, people? they're <laughs> also, they're
2: also taking our genetic information, aren't they, and reproducing it. Uh, for hybrids. No. no, no.
3: We're taking genetic information from us, and we're trying to produce hybrids. Uh, let's put that one out straight. ET can breed with us. We're humans. We're just like them. We're family. This is not a big deal. Um, It strengthens the genome to breed back and forth with and and diversify your your genomic base. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing that all along. And we've been doing that all along. We do it here. Uh, It's not a good idea to, to count apples and oranges in the same bag. We're the ones doing genetic testing. We're the ones that are changing genomes. We're the ones that are trying to make a super race. ET, ET is involved way past that. They're just trying to be okay, just like us, and they want us to be okay. That's all. Awesome. Yeah.
4: Look at what Monsanto did with corn, and many yeah. tomatoes and apples. Mm-hmm. bred it to the point where animals won't even eat them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be really careful. <laughs> this is why you know genetically modified foods are illegal in most countries, uh, except here. <laughs> where, yeah, which, which you know should be a huge wake-up call. Uh-huh. Uh, E.T.s are trying to pervert, preserve the natural state of things, and this is why many contactees will call them gardeners or keepers or watchers, mm-hmm. because they are absolutely doing the right thing. Uh, mm-hmm. While here on Earth, mm, some some people, I think most people here on this planet are good people. <laughs> But we've elected people who don't have our best interests in mind, or we've allowed them to continue when really, if everyone just said enough is enough, put their foot down, laid down their arms, refused to fight, and got allowed, you know, love and compassion to guide actions, yeah. it would be a different
1: world overnight. Well, I'm hoping that when Pluto enters Aquarius in January of 2024, for the next 20 years to, to 2044, that I mean, Aquarius is a sign of humanity that the ordinary guys start standing up and saying, hey, I'm here, you know.
4: I think evolution- I've had it. You know, progress <laughs> is inevitable. Either you're gonna
1: learn or you're not. Yeah, or you're gonna <laughs> die.
3: I wanna give you a time clock you don't have that long.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm not, I, you don't have that long, you don't have that long to wait. Um, we're looking at a CME that's gonna knock us out of the grid shortly. When I say shortly, two years, okay? It is already beginning. You see the ground acting funny. You see the weather acting crazy. Everything's happening. They're you know, they calling it, we didn't know the sun is doing it. Yeah, when that good. happens, then you get about eight years before our sun, micronolis. When that happens, you need to be gone already. We're leaving here. It's not a joke. What you need to do is get ready to let go of all of this and go for the good stuff. And you, you have a choice. Mm-hmm. You can either go one way or the other prepare that's all they're asking us to do time is now now you don't have that's why minutes. you
1: guys are growing your own food i you? yes mm-hmm.
4: exactly yeah i to you- see a lot of contactees doing yeah. Yeah. it's funny i always ask them you know have you collected any food and I talk to a guy he's like oh yeah i've got pounds of rice and beans in my house i'm ready yeah this <laughs> is something we should sure. all do i mean people yeah. have done this throughout history we yeah. you know generally speaking for hundreds and hundreds of years before you know the yeah. industrial age, people were what we would call now off grid. They got their food mostly from their home. We have to start coming yeah. to that and learning to live without this financial system that we all know is unstable.
2: collapse. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the best thing I can think of, though, Dali, is that what you're saying has been said over and over again over the years, and. Uh, <clears throat> uh, hopefully, you're wrong, just like the the others were wrong. Because uh, you know, I can't like time this. Frame. I li- I can't like this planet.
3: <laughs> uh, well, y'all got your opinions, and you can <laughs> yeah. you can either stay in that mental paradigm
4: yeah. all you
3: want, or start seeking the knowledge that will show you that yeah. what you say is true.
4: I can 100 percent tell you that many yeah. contactees are saying exactly what Dolly is saying. Yeah, yeah. I've interviewed yeah. so many of them. They talk about how the time is coming when the sky. Will fill with craft.
2: I've okay. had that. I've had a dream of that. You know, it's a seeing sing- There work. you go. <laughs>
4: I'm saying.
3: In you already. Yeah. And it's, it's like
2: it's like a dream where I was. I felt like I was awake at the same time. You know, it's you were.
3: You probably awake. <laughs> That's how that works.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, it, it it amazes me. That yes, people have been predicting doom for a long time. Yeah. And they give you dates. I'm not giving you dates. I'm just giving you a space of time. In other mm-hmm. words, it's within right. the parameters of this. And I have science to back me up. They did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had faith. Trust me, there's no faith involved in this. It's absolute science. That's what I mean by educate yourself, become wise. Look it up. Start learning what this all means and what's going on for real. If you buy global warming, you're not going to get past it. But if you take time to learn the science of it, you will open your eyes and go, oh, my God, here we go. This is real. There are plenty of physicists out there. There are plenty of astronomers out there. There are plenty of geophysicists that are telling you openly online everywhere, buckle up, it's coming. And yeah. they're not joking around. Sure.
4: Yeah, this is the information age, but it's turned weirdly into the disinformation age. Right. It really has. And people are talking about, well, like this is your truth. Like, well, hold on a second. Truth
1: (laughs) is truth. Nobody owns it. Exactly. There is no yours and mine.
4: (laughs) That's I mean, you know, if
1: you here's an example. Uh we did a podcast a couple months back and I was telling this guy how Miami Beach floods at high tide. Oh, I said, that's impossible. I said, no, it's not. You know, it's global warming. Everything's changing. It's and it's showing up in, in South Florida. Well, oh, that's not possible. Actually, actually. A hoax. Uh, okay. Actually, what?
3: Um, Miami has always flooded at high tide. Mm-hmm. South Beach, um, <laughs> all over, all of them right up into the streets. When the barometric pressure hits really, really, really low, it sucks it in. When it's high, it yep. pushes it out. How many hurricanes are we having now? How many low-pressure systems are happening? Because our Earth is heating up and the sun is shooting yep. down more energy to it. That's why. That's why. That's the scientific explanation for why Miami Beach floods. It's flooding yep. everywhere. Check China out. Those people are practically underwater right now. India, England, everybody's having flooding problems. We're not the only ones. And that's because they're we're under more pressure from the sun. It's shooting more energy, more gamma is coming in on us. We're having more CMEs at a higher rate come through to get us. This we're in a circuit with our sun. Our sun charges us with in, uh, energy, and we take that energy in and then we shoot it back out. It affects everything. Your weather is the result <laughs> of that circuit, not the other way around. Men infinitesimally has no no uh, impact upon this planet like you think they do. They do not. What we impact this planet most dangerously for ourselves is that we pollute our water. We're polluting the oceans. We're polluting our ground. Wherever we live, breathe, eat, and sleep, we're polluting ourselves. We're the ones causing that havoc, not anything else, us. That's what we need to clean up. Um, what,
2: about, what about the volcanoes? There's 1,500 active volcanoes. On all, on that that's planet. right.
3: It's because the sun is charging up. The magma is coming up and boom, boom, boom. The yeah. crust is breaking away. We're actually spinning faster than we did 2830 years ago. Yeah. This is serious stuff. That's not global warming doing that. It is the sun impacting us energetically because our magnetosphere is down because our poles are changing. The reason our poles are changing is we're going through an electromagnetic sheet that is right. changing us. It changed our sun and we're all right behind it. Our planet is not the only one doing it. Every planet in our solar system is doing it. And every other solar system would then uh, impact of that electromagnetic current sheet And our galaxy is doing it also. We're not the only ones. The, the whole galaxy is going to implode? No, the whole galaxy is being impacted by this current sheet. Every 12,000 years, wherever that current sheet is located, oh, right. okay. it's, it's like a shot. Right, right. Now, if a quasar is facing us, And it shoots energy at us. It will cook the entire planet, right? We'd be dead Uh in seconds. Mm. This electromagnetic current sheet is Mm. an old energy burst that is still going through and we're circling through it. Mm -hmm. This is what educating yourself about science really means. (laughs) Understanding why and who you are and why are you here and what does it mean to be here? Mm. I mean, it is amazing. If you, if you want to, Spin yarns and you want to sing songs and tell fables, that's great. Go ahead. It makes you feel better. I guarantee it does me. I can sing almost every sea shanty there is, but I still live within the parameters of reality. And that's the important part. Yeah. We can console ourselves, we can amuse ourselves, entertain ourselves, whichever way you want to go. Okay. But you still have to live within the confine of reality.
4: Mm-hmm. And that's important. Yeah, don't look to our government for answers. <laughs> Look to yeah, yourself, for start doing, Yeah, start doing yeah. critical thinking, because the nonsense that's going on with Facebook and social media all over <laughs>
2: yeah. is
4: horrendous. People are saying wild things, and there are people in the UFO community who are extremely popular who are flat out lying. I mean, mm-hmm. you can prove it. With, well, there are with liars everywhere.
1: You know. <laughs> yeah. well there's a mafia everywhere
3: too. I mean, I will use that word loosely, but it absolutely correctly describes how they operate. It's mafia. It's mm-hmm. um. It's there's a boss, and he has helpers, <laughs> and you conform or you get hurt. And that's exactly how we operate in the human system. Our country's doing it. You see other countries really doing it. Look at North Korea. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is mafia, you know, if if I want you to do what I want you to do, all I have to do is tell you I'll kill you and everybody in your family if you don't do it.
1: Yeah.
3: It's a real good incentive to obey. Yeah, Pre-
2: this- Preston, uh, there's a subject, relate, ET-related subject that we've never asked you about, and uh, I've I've thought of, I, it's occurred to me a couple of times, why uh-huh. haven't we ever asked Preston about <laughs> crop, crop circles?
4: Uh-huh. You know, and you haven't written any books about them either. What do you think? Do you think they're ET-related or not? Um, I think probably they are. They're certainly not being made by Doug and Dave of England. Yeah, right. <laughs> who came onto the news and said, oh, yeah, it's us. No, it's not. There are absolutely human made crop circles. They're pretty easy to tell, they're simple. Right. And the the vegetation stalks are cracked and crunched down. Whereas Dr. Levingood is one of a number of scientists who've applied science to the study of crop circles and proved. Proved beyond the shadow of a doubt that the nodes in these wheat stalks or whatever's mm-hmm. being used uh, has been exposed to something that is changing the cellular structure. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of research done into crop circles. I'm not a crop circle researcher, yeah. but I can tell you one thing <laughs> I know they're absolutely beautiful, they're mm-hmm. 100% meaningful, and mm-hmm. they're not being done by humans. Yeah. What do you think, Dolly, about the? Well, oh,
3: I, I I agree with him 100%, and he's absolutely correct. ET does leave messages in in on the ground. It's uh, another tool that they use—a visual tool—to excite your mind into trying to understand what it means, what's going on. Uh, they can't directly interfere with us, but they can message us. They can leave us signs. Mm-hmm. They can leave us, you know, mental. If you're mentally awake, you can hear them talking. Metal by itself is golden, but those that can't hear them, they leave images for and things like that. It's been like that forever. I mean, that's how they've always tried to communicate with humanity on different levels at different times.
4: Yeah, <laughs> so, and There are researchers who have worked very hard to decode the crop circles and some are obvious. I mean, there was the Mandelbrot set. I mean, yeah, some of them show right. clear fractals and, and right. some have the actual, you know, the ET head, <laughs> the picture yeah. that Dolly yeah. was talking about that. Oh, I like
2: the one smoking a pipe. That was good. <laughs> <to> be... <laughs> I <laughs> want to make a
3: point here. I want you to hear what I'm going to say.
2: Okay?
3: ET does not directly communicate with the governments of this world. They are a cabal and they will have nothing to do with them, but they will communicate with scientists. And one way they do that is they leave information in those crop circles that is undeniably scientific and calculable. Uh-huh. And they do they do receive those messages and they do work them and they do learn from it uh ET is not going to talk to man as a whole this is their way of communicating other than a telephone or a radio they're giving you huge amounts of information in a in a very very astute way if you can speak science you've got their ear you can talk to them
4: Mm yeah yeah
3: (laughs) think about that you know people you know mathematicians will tell you that mathematics is a language and we all should be speaking it openly, easily speaking it, and we don't, and that's unnerving to ET because part of your ability, your psychic ability, is grounded in that. Uh, if you teach children music, what are they able to do? They're able to do music and 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 paint and do all kinds of beautiful scientific mm-hmm. things. The music opens the mind to it. Music is mathematics.
4: Lots of studies yeah. on that. Yeah, the benefits yeah. of exposing. Music to children, and yeah, the crops. Real quick, the crop circles are a worldwide phenomena. And what I yeah. find interesting about it is, while there is some evidence that it does go back many, many years, it's nothing like we're seeing today. Right? Oh, right. records are hugely yeah. complex. Yeah. Crop they they seem quite, mostly
2: they seem mostly in England, though, don't they? I mean, I think there's some in Europe. Uh, oh, they're all what? over the
4: world. Canada, <laughs> across. Oh, yeah. Has
3: uh, they're just suppressed here. You know, uh, you gotta go it, like a UFO crash. If one crashes, how many um military people are on it and how quick a time. If there's yeah, a prop circle yeah. here, trust me, they're gonna be on it. You won't see it. You won't
4: there is a crop circle season in England, absolutely. It is a huge hot spot there. Yeah. <laughs> I find really interesting. But what I love about them is very much tangible sign, you know, sign, perhaps that's not the best word, but evidence, certainly.
1: Yeah. Of,
4: you know, something that we can't explain. And it's a very I think effective tool to make people think and sort of move out of the box a little. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Consider
4: like-
1: it's a visual tool, you know. It's mm-hmm. Dolly, yeah. you you mentioned that the ETs had left our universe because
3: our our system our, to, system our solar
1: system, our system because they things are such a mess in here. In our it's because so they So my question to you, do you do you do they send you dreams? Do you dream about them? Do you still communicate
3: with them? I can, I can psychically communicate with them. Yes, I don't have to dream. Uh-huh. that I'm wide awake, I I make, the, I make the I make the I've already made the connection. It's wide open. Uh-huh.
1: Uh,
3: that's what I keep trying to get people to understand is that mm-hmm. you can do it too. You can actually have a wide open connection to them if you so desire. You just have to work at it, and then one day you will. Mm-hmm. Just keep trying. Don't stop. Keep trying every minute you think about it. Keep trying because you're going to get a clear answer someday. I mean, clear answer. And uh, one of the uh, things that I can tell you that will happen is once you use your abilities, all this other stuff coming at you from, I call it baby, it has a name, it's a B name and I won't say it out loud, I just call it baby, the AI that can talk to you, you'll hear that it's, in other words, your ability will teach you the truth of who's, who. you will hear the signature of who's talking to you, you'll know the difference between AI talking to you and a real entity talking to you. That's what your abilities afford you. So
1: it's a good idea to use them.
4: Yeah. AI events now it's writing poems. It's writing novels. mm -hmm. They can put up an actor. And and it's a hologram. And you would not know this person is not alive. This is a serious situation.
2: Some of the movie producers like it a lot, you know, because they don't have to pay (laughs) actors.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe so. Yeah, I (laughs) know.
2: Yeah. So, Dolly, are you in regular contact now or w- what's going on right now with with you uh, related to the. Means, I, so she I mean, was just
1: talking about that. I know.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah I,
3: I hear from my contact Talata all the time. I speak to uh-huh. mama and then I can generally hear consensus. In other words, um, if they're making big decisions about something or something's happening, I get the gist of it. I can feel it in my mind. I can hear it. Um, it's, a, it's a concept that I get or a picture, overall picture of things going on. But you got to remember that I am white open psychic and I have all of this and yeah. the hell out of me. I hear it too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, for um,
2: the people who haven't read your uh, book, uh, tell us who Mama is. That's different Mama from
3: me. Yeah, Mama is a tall gray. And mm-hmm. uh, when I was little, uh, very little, she they brought me up to her and she introduced herself to me. And she said, I will be with you always when you're up growing up, you will never not have me with you. She was my, you call liaison. Okay. And uh, she took care of me. She made sure that I was doing what I was supposed to do uh, that. I was well fed and, and she mothered me. That's why I called her mama. Mm -hmm. I am genetically related to her. And uh, that's why she was chosen. She is responsible for not only me, but others. That are in this family, my particular family, mm-hmm. and around this com- you know country in the world, and there are a lot of us. And um, so she's here and there and everywhere for us. When she's not with me, she's with one of them doing something. Right now, not so much. She's not with anybody here physically at all, but she is in contact with me. Um, um,
1: yeah, but all the time. I, was she here.
3: responsible
1: for you two meeting? You and Preston? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
3: sort of. T- uh, Talata is actually. So, <laughs> I knew who he was. They've been watching him for a long time. They knew who he was. they were impressed with him. Interesting. And uh, they knew uh, that I, uh, they, lots of reasons. There are layers to this, okay? Um, uh-huh. But the main reason is, is that I was getting frustrated. I couldn't find anybody to speak to who would understand me when I talked, uh, who was mm-hmm. even interested in hearing any of it, surprisingly. And uh, <laughs> so they put me in to contact him. And when I did, I was so surprised because, I mean, less than 24 hours later, he had contacted me back and said, yeah, let's talk. And the next thing I know, there's a phone call. So it just went from there.
4: It's funny because Dahlia has often said, you know, why aren't there more people out there like me talking? And I'm like, I don't know. I know they're out there. I'm, I know they're out there. And she kind of throws it back at me. like, Why aren't there more people like you putting out in a very objective way? And I'm like, "Huh." yeah. <laughs>
3: I meet them every now and then. I'm I'm impressed with like Whitley Strieber. Whitley's on a different path, but he's one of those people. Okay. Um, And then I recently uh, met one that surprised the heck out of me. uh, Michael Schrack. Hi, Michael. If you hear this, Um, he's definitely a truth seeker and he's very well, uh, his ability to do scientific data gathering is incredible. And he knows a lot and he does want to tell the truth about things. And he is a really good Uh researcher. Yeah.
4: um yeah they're out there
3: there are others there are plenty of others yeah. i mean i meet them all the time yeah. you guys are pretty cool too i know you're not exactly researching and researching but you've developed a platform in which you want the truth to be expressed and right. that puts you at the top That's too true. you know
4: got your books out and we I'm also like to write novels <laughs> See, there you go <laughs> but- but we're all in contact with the ETs, right. people who don't think, you well, no, I've never seen a UFO. Yeah. They know about you. <laughs> they really do. And they are reaching out to everyone. Yeah. So, you know, many are called, but few, what's that phrase? I forget what but, it yeah. is.
2: <laughs> you
3: step forward, yeah.
4: So that uh, UAP...
2: Oh, Okay. Yeah, that UAP uh, uh, task f- uh, force by the Navy Intelligence—they had uh, a hearing recently with Congress, and uh, one of the important things that they uh, kept saying is mm-hmm. we've got to stop making fun of UFOs or UAPs. Yeah. Uh, uh, that we got to get beyond that. Uh, the the-
3: yeah, I, I find that very convenient because now they know they're <laughs> yeah.
4: okay.
3: Exactly. And now they want you to believe the other side of this coin. They're turning you to their narrative, period. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: yeah. And if they want people they, to stop making fun of this subject, then let's start right. talking about the fact that these craft yeah. are ending. Let's start talking about the fact that people are being taken on board, that they have a relationship with ETs. They're talking yeah. about sightings.
2: Yeah. Now, let's that, say- that's all the they part talk part, about they right talk. now. They won't go beyond that. And they, and the, they don't yeah. make any, uh, at this point, they don't make any, have made any decision of what they are or what they aren't? They just say there's that's a certain you, number, a certain right? number that we can't uh, we can't explain. Uh, the
1: truth is that's that convenient
4: too. Truth,
3: that they know exactly what they're dealing with. Yeah, hundred
4: percent. Yep. In- I found it very, very
3: disingenuous of that person who was talking
4: uh, by his
3: sarcasm, his flip attitude, rolling of eyes, an absolute uh, demeanor was nothing but negative. And that bothered me a lot. When you open your mind to the truth, you open your whole self. Okay. And this person was closed off, sarcastic, and just eh, you know, well, right. we just, you know, he yeah. acted like we were all idiots and he knew everything. And nope, I don't think so.
2: Yeah, and it, it's, it just it's like the SETI, me. the SETI people too are the same. You know, yeah. some and of just, them.
3: I find that kind of rhetoric. If you want to, if you want to be honest about something, be honest. <laughs> I literally call a town hall meeting, put every TV on the town hall meeting and bring in the principal players. And it's not the president. It's not Congress. It is not NASA. It is the principal players are all of us. Okay, we're the ones who are involved in this. They know that. They know that we're contacted. They know that we're involved, but they won't let you know that. Mm -hmm. They won't admit to it.
4: People often ask me, is our government going to disclose? And my answer would be, well, (laughs) Well, 80 years have gone by and, and they're lying. And they're still <laughs> lying today. So what do you think?
2: <laughs> then why
3: are we turning yeah. the TV on to listen to it? You know, <laughs> Let's talk amongst ourselves. We'd do way better, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that there are, are you know, UFO con, this, that, and the other. I wish more people would realize that this is grassroots is the real deal. And that everybody mm-hmm. should show up. And instead of having people talk at us, we should have forums where we can all go Out together, start talking amongst ourselves, reach a consensus, and then bring real information into the the room and have everybody have something to say about it. That's a real consensus. That's how ET operates. They they know who's smarter than who. They know who has more wisdom, and they know who is going to be the one to come up with the best. Correct. Right. Yep. And and everybody goes to that person, listens to what they say, and mm-hmm. then the consensus among them all happens. They all agree, and they go forward. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't just try something out to see if it's going to work. They only mm-hmm. do what they know will work. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Uh, that word nope. consensus is super important because <laughs> yeah. the UFO community, among contactees, false contactees, you know, disinformation artists and re- UFO researchers, they have widely differing opinions and some are wildly speculating. Mm-hmm. And we should just... Uh, and some are incorrect. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there well, used to lot
3: of misinformation out there, really bad. Yes.
4: Yeah. There used
2: to be a newsletter called Saucer Smear, where they, they uh, the guy who he lived in Key West, who put it out, he had all of these different UFO people at each other's throats, Jim Mosley, Jim Mosley, yeah. <laughs> and just showing how much. You know, disinformation or how much uh, conflict exists within the UFO (laughs) field. Doing
3: that to us on purpose, conquer and divide. You know, divide and conquer. Take your pick. Um, I want to tell you something. There are people out there who want to be so involved in this, so involved, and you can't fault them for that. Bless them, okay? Mm -hmm. But they will do it at any cost, if because they're not being told the absolute truth. And if that ever happened, if the day came where they got sat down, you would see wide eyed wonder on their faces and they would go, Oh, okay. And this <laughs> information would stop because then everyone would go, You know the truth when you hear it. And they would all go, Oh, wait a minute. We're going to operate a little bit differently here. This is way better and go for it. You know, you can h- handle Take any child, okay? Sit them in front of you and say, I got a pillar of salt and I got an ice cream cone. Which one do you want? They'll go for the ice cream pill (laughs)
1: because it's
3: real and it tastes better, right? The truth is sweet. This stuff is bad. Mm -hmm. Don't eat it. It's a bad pill.
4: That's all. And for those who are having contact and are in fear, this is something I would absolutely recommend that they do is step back a little bit. Let's look at what is happening to you because there's so much fear and disinformation surrounding the subject Uh that it's distorting the narrative and it's intentional on the part of the cabal and the governments and the media. Mm -hmm. um, Look at what is actually happening to you, because I've interviewed people who are so scared. I'm like, let's just relax a little bit and let's let's see, you know, what yeah. is actually, and look at the contactee accounts, and you'll see, it's absolutely encouraging. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really wonderful the efforts ETS are taking to heal people, to teach and guide them, to wake them up, to warn them that we're on the wrong path. This are
2: they is- he- are
4: they healing us, or have that ability? they do. Yes,
3: and they can. Mm-hmm. They absolutely can heal us. We can heal ourselves. That's the major point here. A lot of contact these are actually given uh, the ability, you know, taught that they can do it too and they do. They come back and they say, woo, woo look what I can do now. okay yeah. This is amazing. We are we are we are light and dark in the same space in these mm-hmm. physical bodies. If we put on the light and leave the light on, we are healing. If we put the negative in us, we're not. We're disseminating ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's the point. If you're negative and you're afraid, that hurts you. Nobody else, you. And if you let Mm -hmm. somebody else tell you that and believe what they're saying that it can hurt you, you will hurt you with Mm -hmm. that information. Don't go there. Mm -hmm. Um, I was lucky. I had a father who looked at me one day. I was very small. And he said, it's all up to you. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, it's all up to you. Wow. (laughs) And I said, okay, what does that mean? You know, I'm a little kid. I'm four years old and I'm pretty smart. And he blew me away. It's all up to me. (laughs) What? Okay. That's what I asked him. What? He said, everything. He said, if somebody comes at you with something negative and you instantaneously know it's negative, turn on them. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, don't let them get away with it. Call them out come at them, oh, if interesting. You have to, walk into the light with them, get right up against them and say, boo, okay? <laughs> I feel better than yeah. Don't try that on me. It's not going to work. I don't mean attack them and physically force them. I mean, mentally go at
1: right, them. Right, right.
3: Okay? Yeah. Yeah. If somebody's lying to you and you know it, and you're sitting there listening to it, pull science out, pull facts out, pull whatever it is that you know in your heart of hearts that's real and true and right, and just lay it on the table calmly before them, shine uh-huh. the light Say, well, what are you doing today? You Mm -hmm. know, what is it that, what do you got going on? The government does bad stuff to us every single day. And we're all going, stop, just stop. You're not a slave. You're an autonomous human being. You're brilliant and wonderful. And you have power inside of you. You don't even know. And you can heal yourself and you don't need to let their bad, dumb rhetoric hurt you or their pills or their violence or their bad shows, or the crap that they put out on TV, turn it all off, leave it alone. You can seek knowledge other ways. You don't need to watch TV to get smart, okay? You can go to a library and read books, Mm. you know, good books.
1: You can (laughs) go to a bookstore and buy books. Or go find
3: yourself a scientist and hang out with them for a day. what you yeah. do can I hang out for a day I promise I'll be good and I'll learn everything you teach me and they'll probably go yeah yeah come on
2: you know <laughs> they love it speaking of books uh, what are you working on now
4: Preston <laughs> I'm always working I'm yeah. just you know finishing up a book about people who've had very close encounters with humanoids face-to-face encounters onboard okay. experiences Gosh. a wide variety of humanoids I've oh. got several other projects in the work Anything with Dolly related? Uh, yeah, we want to put out, I haven't started working on it, but we're sort of letting it simmer in our minds exactly okay. how it's going to be a sequel for symmetry because all right, sequel. <laughs> great. Yeah, we've only scratched the surface and I'm, yeah. I'm all excited all right. when she starts wow. talking, like, well, this wasn't in the book and that and that and that and that, because there's Lots nice. of amazing do you, stuff. Do you sit
1: around with Dolly and keep a recorder on? <laughs> I'm afraid yeah. that's In what here. I would
4: do. <laughs> I've got a list.
1: I'm pretty good at <laughs> talk. Talk. Okay, I'll be it's, it's over
3: time, Dolly. Okay.
2: Yeah. It's I, been great having you both on. Oh god. Our I, I, can't, I can I can't sit and listen to you for hours. <laughs> yeah. Both of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh so where can people contact you, Preston?
4: Thanks for And having. Dolly. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm pretty easy to to find on social media, Instagram, Preston. Facebook, Twitter.
2: Yeah, Preston Dennett. Uh, yeah. YouTube. You can yeah. find
4: books on Amazon. I do have a website and always love hearing from people. You can contact me directly. Yeah. do that. And yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us on the mystical. Well, we'd yes. love to have you back
1: again and again and again.
4: <laughs> it's and always, Belly, fun. it's she, always fun. She has a YouTube channel too. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. What, what right. is it?
3: me on messenger as well it's just Dolly Saffron just put it in like that and it'll show right up in okay uh, and on Messenger if you put the name Dolly Saffron in on Messenger you can see my picture it'll show really me and you can talk to me that way. Um I vet okay. people before I put them on my Facebook and that's one way I do it. Run a conversation with me and I'll probably say friendly request you know yeah.
1: that kind okay. of thing. Okay great. great okay well, thank you very much thank it's you been both enjoyable it has been great usual. okay
2: uh, bye take now care. Bye. <laughs>